Hey, everybody, welcome to Social Beauty Makers, the podcast where every Wednesday we'll bring you fast paced, powerful 15 or so minute episodes meant to inform, educate and inspire around a variety of topics, including trends and all things tech for the professional salon industry. Before I get started, a reminder that on Sundays, you can find me hosting BeautyCast Network's Mastering Beauty podcast featuring brilliant guests sharing their best advice on building sustainable, successful and satisfying careers. I'm Gordon Miller, your podcast host. Thanks for tuning in today. Let's get started for a fast episode, a kind of very much off the cuff episode because I'm going on vacation. I'm very excited. I'm going to be out for close to two weeks. I'm going to Mexico. Yay. Puerto Puerto Vallarta. I'm going to get in trouble if I can't even say it right when I'm down there. Um, But um, yes, my partner and I are going down there and I'm going to relax, um, kind of scope out things for a possible change in geography one day soon. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I am excited. And so, for the podcast, I was going to put out kind of a, a replay, but I'm like, eh, I got a lot of things on my mind that I need to get out of my mind before I get on a plane so I can truly relax when I'm when I am down there. So, um, yeah, it's kind of a little bit of a lightning round of, of things to ponder. First off, we're entering the holiday season. Yay, um, for those of us who enjoy the holidays. Um, interestingly, over the course of many, many years, we've seen um, the trends in um, the old days of the holidays representing huge percentage of the annual revenue for hairdressers and salons. I mean, it was October, November, December for some people was half their entire year. It was crazy. That has really changed. We've seen things very much level out. I um, was talking to my hairdresser today, went and got my hair cut, um, getting ready for the trip. And he's been doing it for, gosh, he's been owned his own salon for over 10 years and been doing hair for going on 20. And um, somebody who seems to really understand the business pretty well. And, you know, he sees this year um, following kind of in last year's trend, he's seeing an increase, but not significant, maybe 20% above normal. Um, As he said to me, he's like, you know, we don't have the holiday parties like we used to. So much of, of the bump in the past had to do with social activities. And he says that has really been diminished, at least here in Chicago. So interesting. Um, and I think important to know for those who might be expecting a bump and perhaps don't have the proper expectations. Not that you can't have it, you know, but that seems to be what I'm hearing from around the country, from around the industry. Um, again, kind of some random stuff um, that comes out of all the watching and listening and, and talking that I get to do every day. So, a bunch of bullet points. Um, first of all, as we get ready for the new year, I'm going to say it, I'm going to get in trouble, but the, whole, the hustle culture, it is alive and well. I think about all the successful people I know in the industry across generations from very, very young and new and, and out there killing it. And of course, those are unicorns for the most part. For many, success, you know, takes more time. And then scanning pretty much every generation in the industry up into those who are more senior. And, and again, knowing lots of successful people and knowing lots of people who haven't had that success. I don't know too many people who are doing well who don't hustle and uh, who don't put in the time and do the work. So uh, I'll leave it at that. But for anybody who's like, mm, no to the hustle. Yeah, you got to find your own boundaries. That was always the case. But um, you want to be successful? The hustle culture, um, it matters. Um, what's most important is we're kind to ourselves. And uh, somehow we have to kind of balance those things out. Um, my next bullet, um, happiness. Um, happiness matters. I, I talk often to say it, it is my boundary. Um, I am a hustler. I'm a workaholic, um, but I'm a very happy person. And that's my boundary. And and I think that regardless of hustle, no hustle, you know, at the end of the day, you know, life is, I think, about finding happiness, not finding happiness um, individually in this industry, uh, listening to a lot of the chatter online, 
does not mean that the industry is broken. There's a lot of people, you know, who are working with people who aren't happy in the work that they do. And, and there's all kinds of reasons and potentially things that are wrong with the people around them. You know, perhaps they are working for someone who's not good or, or kind or, or even talented at what they're doing. That creates a problem, but that does not mean the entire industry is broken. The entire industry is not broken. Um, but like any industry, you know, we have the good, the bad and the ugly in our industry. It's important we identify those things, but, you know, Putting our stuff out across everybody is is not a good idea. A lot of people talking about, you know, reinventing, redesigning the industry. They're doing it right now. People who, when you listen to them, seem to know zero about history, like nada. And, you know, when you, we think about the future, um, it's so important that we understand the past. We don't have to live in the past. We don't have to accept the past. We don't have to make excuses for the past, you know, if we see things that are wrong. But we understanding the past um, is really, really important, not so much for thinking about what the future might be. But again, as context, when we talk about how things were, when we're talking about this transition from where we are, where we're from, and where we might be going, if you don't know history, stuff that comes out of certain people's mouths, it doesn't even make sense to those of us who know the history, the reality. That's the important thing, the reality. So um, important to know. Um, math. Math matters. Math is like a big part of life. You know, I, I always say like you can pretty much boil everything down to math, um, physics, you know, atoms, all that sort of stuff. And, and in the salon industry, at the end of the day, you, you success measuring it um, has a lot to do with math. Um, there is the happiness stuff that's emotional, really important. But how much money we make, how, how all the different metrics that are in a business, it's a lot about math. And um, a lot of people aren't so good at math. Um, and I think it's important to understand um, that big idea that not everybody's good at math and you need to kind of find your way to some people who are, if they're going to help guide you to, to where you, you might uh, best go. A lot of brand bashing going on this year. Um, brands have, everything's wrong with the industry is brand's fault. Some people are saying they have created business models to rip off hairdressers. They have um, treated hairdressers badly for, for decades. Um, uh, not really true. Um, I'm not aware the brands have designed business models for salons. Let's start with that. In fact, they they um, have very little to do with it. Um, um, and uh, uh, picking on people because they make money out of an industry, off of an industry, by providing services to an industry. That's kind of crazy. Um, when we think about big companies who pretty much driven all the innovation in the industry for the last 50 years, um, you know, hair color is the most important service in the salon in terms of revenue today, all because um, a bunch of big companies um, invented stuff, developed stuff, researched stuff, did all that. Um, am I a big fan of big corporate America? Not all the time. Um, but again, just this random bashing because it's convenient and to make other people feel good about themselves or perhaps to market to people who might just jump on that bashing bandwagon because it feels good. Um Again, the marketing stuff um, bugs me, I guess, more than anything. I, I feel like there's a lot of stuff being said today that's more about marketing, positioning, um, but not being honest about it and then using that to manipulate people. So I think, I think that's, that's kind of a bad thing. Um, the idea all salon owners are bad. I hear that a lot too. Oh, salons are toxic. Salon owners are bad. Generalizations, you know, again, kind of stereotypes that are coming out of individual situations and kind of putting that over everybody. No, I wouldn't be in this industry for decades if I felt that way about people. You know, um, I have known so many salon owners and know so many salon owners who are great people, who have great teams, who have successful businesses, 
who have helped people grow their family, grow their lives, who have participated in their communities. And, and there's more of that than the other. You know, um, I know so many salon owners and hairdressers who, because they actually sell retail and profit from retail, which is possible, by the way, um, in spite of what some are saying, um, you know, that um, it's hard for me to say it's a bad thing. It's not for everybody, but um, it's not a bad thing. Um, some people think independence is a gold standard. Some of those same people the next day will say that, you know, no, you, independence is a bad thing. Recently, you know, I heard from some folks who have long said hairdressers are artists. You know, we're, we're kind of, we are artists. And because we are artists, you know, there are certain things we shouldn't put up with. Now I'm hearing that hairdressers are manual laborers. Um, they kind of let go of the artist thing. And as manual laborers, you know, you're going to have an expiration date on your career and therefore you should be a salon owner. Everybody should be a salon owner. If you're not a salon owner, kind of something's wrong with you. They'll say, well, you don't have to be a salon owner, but if you want to be successful, you have to be a salon owner. Statistically, I think there's less success in ownership than there is actually doing the work. And depending on where you do the work and how you do the work, I, I know a lot of people 10, 20, 30 years, you know, working in great organizations, making really good living, was talking to one of them just yesterday, um, who has been a six-figure hairdresser working in a big salon operation here in Chicago for decades, it's one of the top earners in her salon, but almost half the people who work in that business are six-figure hairdressers in their paychecks, in their paychecks. So, you know, uh, the idea that, that all salons are bad is, is kind of a, a crazy thing. You know, on the manual labor thing, I had to ask ChatGPT, you know, uh, what does it think about it? You know, are, are, would you consider a hairdresser a, a, a manual laborer? Um, and it, it talks about the idea that no, more than likely not. It, it does say at the end, in a broader discussions about labor, professions like hairdressing might be referred to as skilled labor or service industry labor to distinguish them from other forms of manual labor that might be more physically demanding or, or less interactive. I totally get that. Um, my um, former partner, um, partner number two, <laughs> um, was an artist, a fine artist and a commercial artist, you know, um, worked really hard every single day physically, um, whether he was working on his fine art or his commercial art, very, very physical. He would never have considered himself, doesn't consider himself, you know, a manual laborer. So just because you do things physically doesn't mean that you are that. And again, picking that term, it's, it's like, it, it almost feels like it was said in a derogatory way, like, oh, you're that, you know, like, you're not an artist. Like, again, I don't know what happened there with the language, but uh, again, coming out of, of one folks. So that was fascinating. Um, also, you know, um, yeah, you must own a salon or, or again, you're going to die, but, but also not just one salon, you have to own more than one salon. You have to own multi-salons or you can't be successful. And here's what we learned in the last 10, 15 years or so, um, and why we have seen so many organizations contracting um, salons that were two and three and four and five locations coming back down to smaller groups, including moving to one. And I know so many single location salon owners who are really successful in this industry. Not that you can't have more, that you shouldn't have more if that's what you want or that's what's meant to be. But the idea that a single salon cannot be successful. It's crazy. The other idea was, well, if you don't have a whole lot of them, you can't, your children aren't going to want to take over your business. Um, again, looking at the larger world, um, generationally, especially today, there's lots of children who do not want to participate in or take over their family business, regardless of size, regardless of size. And so, you know, that's an important idea. Um, that talk there was about generational wealth. I mean, talk about a buzzword and a marketing thing that we're going to hop on to. Um, drives me crazy. Um, so, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> back to the holidays where I started, um, 
I'll say now, I wish you happy holidays. The season's begun. And so, um, if you're listening to this right after it comes out, um, have a, a great um, uh, turkey day, um, season of gratitude coming up, and, and then the larger holidays. Uh, the world is topsy-turvy these days, so I hope that um, we can all find some peace in all of it in our own lives and, 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 and wish peace, you know, for our larger world. Yeah, again, so much, you know, stuff to, to be thinking about. Um, I am out of time. I said I was going to go fast. I, I don't know how long I talked for. Apologies if I went long. But um, if you like what you heard today, I encourage you to visit me over socialbeautymakers.com. Sign up for my free newsletter for more content. Um, I hope you listen to the Beautycast Network podcast, Mastering Beauty. That's on another channel. So you have to search for that on your on your podcast platforms. It's some really great conversations with guests over there. And um, yeah, that's it. So thank you so much for tuning in. When I get back from holiday, I am going to dig farther into technology, all kinds of things. I got a bunch of notes because there's a lot of stuff going on in the tech world right now. Some of it AI related, some of it not. Um, a lot going on with TikTok and, and how we should be thinking about it. Social media generally. I want to talk a little bit about um, content and, and what is exciting these days versus not so much. So um, yeah, stay tuned for the next one. Lastly, let me say I'm Gordon Miller. And I cannot wait to share more with you again next time.